1: Good morning, good afternoon, all good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Season 7, episode 37. Um, Before I start, there is no John or George Bucci tonight. They are both having beauty treatments. Uh, We don't know what they are yet. We'll reveal that all at the end. Um, But back... Uh, is nigel with his dulcet tones. Oh do <laughs> Where are you Nigel and what are you doing?
2: I'm in my kitchen. Oh. Yeah. It it doesn't have the same ring to it. No, I know. And and if you look on Facebook there's no one called I'm in my kitchen. So <laughs> yeah. Um and and we've
1: we've bought in a substitute. Um our first choice substitute. Um liar. He's <laughs> <laughs>
3: Couldn't
0: make it. <laughs> he uh, He's
1: a Sony uh, award winner broadcaster. It's Ian Dale. Where are you and what are you doing?
3: Hello. I am in my sitting room in Pembury near Tunbridge Wells um, and it's rather hot. Good, good. Well,
1: there should we go. We'll talk about um, some football to begin with, shall we? Because we won a game and we're mathematically safe. Um, let's start with
3: Ian. As our guest today, uh,
1: did did you go to Leicester? Did you watch the game?
3: Um, I didn't go to Leicester. I've only seen the highlights, but it, it looks as if it's one of our best performances of the season, which has been a long time in coming. And I think the I mean the Noble goal has to be up with Obiang's goal for goal of the season, doesn't it? I know Obiang's already won it, but had had it had that goal been scored earlier in the season, I suspect Mark Noble would have won it. Fact, absolutely fantastic! But it looked like a really good performance all round, didn't it?
1: Yeah, well, I am I'm, I'm disagreed with Nigel on our Facebook or a WhatsApp group where I thought for the first sort of 20, 30 minutes, I thought we were a bit... And the commentator said it was a bit like a pre-season or a training game and no one seemed to be... Maybe it was a bit of nerves, but no one was really playing any football. It was played at a, low, a slow space um, and really nothing happening. Um, and then we hit the post followed by our first goal... Um, and and then I thought we had a really solid, um, you know, last twenty minutes of the first half, and had a fantastic uh, second half. Um, and I, I agree, it was it was a, up there. We should have won four or five nil. But Nigel, I know you watched the game, and you <laughs> gave a different opinion to mine. So let let's see your expert opinion on on the on the Leicester match.
2: Yeah, the difference of opinion was we obviously had the better of the first. 20, 25 minutes when you was going on, oh, you know, it's not too good, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, well, where the team creating here. Leicester weren't at the races at all. They, they, they showed no interest in trying to really win the game or, or to do anything. They were just going through the motions, Mid you know, mid-table mediocrity, you could call it, um, against a team supposedly battling for their lives. Do you think also it was in
3: part because they don't particularly like their manager? He seems to be on on skid row at the moment or death row, and um, that 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 was the real real reason they couldn't get motivated. Because apparently the owners had flown in to watch the game, so of course the manager was hoping that the players are put in a performance, and and they just didn't do that at all throughout the game. And, and Moyes, I think,
2: was, agreed with you, Nigel, that the first half was, was our yeah. best half. Well, I, I'm... It's hard for me to comment. I don't really pay attention to Leicester. Obviously, I know there's a bit of unrest. Why? I don't know. Um, But um, if that is the case, then I would go shame on the players then because they're there to play for the fans, which is something I've always said about West Ham. The the players are there to play for us first and foremost. do not matter who the manager is. But then again, aren't West Ham players unhappy with Moyes? Apparently, maybe not.
1: Well, we'll talk about that later. A stat attack, because I know you like them, Nigel, is West Ham had 46% to their 54%. The interesting thing is both teams had 13 shots. They had two on target. We had three on target. So not a lot to choose from shots or shots on target, except out of our three, two of them went in. Um, And let's start with Joe Mario, Super Mario, very unselfish of of uh, Anatovic to, to give it, it to him, I thought. Um, you know, he's always you know, made out to be a bit of a bastard and very selfish player, but I, I thought he showed himself to be quite unselfish during the game. What do you think, Nigel?
2: Um, yeah, I suppose you could say that. Obviously, Mario was in the open position to put the ball in the net. So, you, you could look at it. It wasn't on a plate for Anatovic, was it? It's so, a score. <coughs> so, is that the dog barking again? Um, no, it's me coughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sonya
3: will broadcaster. <laughs> I was well. I've uh, three hours.
2: I'm a bit tickly yeah, at I the bet, moment. I bet. You need to suck a fisherman's friend.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, not the old ones are always the best. Yes. It's like the junction of podcasts. Usually oh, works, so yeah. Nigel. I oh, tell you, dear,
1: we've gone here <laughs> early already. Uh, Carry on, Ian. Oh, sorry, Nigel.
2: Uh, what was I saying? Um, yeah, so you were saying about, about- John Mario. Yeah. Announcing. Teamwork, you could say. Perhaps you know there is a there is a team now that's been waiting to come out. It's it's hard to put your finger on where that performance came from. Was it that Leicester was so poor that we could only play better, or was it the team? West Ham had finally realised they had to do something after the last two debacle performances uh, after mm-hmm. Man City. Do you know what I think it is in
3: part? And Nigel, if you saw the whole game, you, you might know more about this than I do. But I reckon this season when Masuraku has been on song, West Ham have been on song. And from what I saw, the, the short highlights I saw, Masuaku was on song in that game. And when he combines with um, Arnautovic, and Lanzini, that's when we play
2: well. Yeah, Masuaku does bring a forward thinking um, to our defence, which, though, you could look at and say it could be a bit of our undoing. The fact we've conceded as many goals as, as the worst team, Stoke. we both conceded 67, which is the worst in the league. But then the fact that he bombs forward, I don't know what the stats are with goals. We, we're the seventh best Goal scoring or the eighth best goal scoring team in the league. So it'd be interesting to see how our goals come We conceded Arcon the playing. most. Whether, we conceded the most. Yeah, that, well, so that says the problem's actually at the back, not at the front. Yeah. But the problem could be, I don't know. When you're playing five at the back, the idea is, is that the, the wing backs do are supposed to be your wingers to bomb forward and get back. So, But we're definitely better with um, Masuraki in the team than without him, that's for sure.
1: Let's ask a question about Mario while we're talking about him goal scoring. Let's start with you, Nigel. Has he done enough to, to uh, try and get him permanently this summer? Or?
2: I'd pay 20 for him and no more.
3: Ian? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I think he's been... Average in, in a lot of games, he scored a couple of goals. He he looks as if he he's a very skillful player, but he's got very little pace, it seems to me. And I'm not sure what he provides that some of the other people who play in that position do. I mean, he's he's competing with Lanzini for a place. Well, there's only one player that's going to win that battle at the moment. Uh, and you think, well, when Antonio's back, um, we might want to talk about him yeah. later with these rumours move to Crystal Palace. But when he, assuming he's still there. Um, you would always play him, I think, over Mario as well. So, um, I mean, all this talk about what's his release clause, 39 million or something. Well, there's no way that he's worth anything like that. If we can get for 15 to 20, you'd say, well, not too bad. But do we not really want to set our sights higher in this transfer market and actually buy players who we know are going to be... Well, maybe not quite world-class, but not far off. And we're going to come back to Trance as so a bit later. Be... Oh, well, let's
1: just talk about the rest of the game. Obviously, we, we spoke about it to begin with Mark Noble. Uh, Garth Crooks said that he should have won Hammer of the Year. Uh, I call him Gareth Cooks, uh, Crooks, rather, because I bumped into him once at Wembley with John and, um, and George, and I sat, shouted, Gareth, Gareth, and he didn't look round. And then as John told <laughs> me afterwards, his name's Garth so that's probably why he didn't turn around Uh, who are you talking to where's gareth uh i don't know if you saw his piece but he he sung the praises of mark noble and said he should have been the hammer of the year now i know nigel's view on this and i'll come to him second um a lot of people give mark noble a lot of grief saying he's passed it and, and and should leave what's your view on mark noble
3: ian I don't think he is past it, but he's probably approaching that time of his career where he will be. And I'm not sure next season whether he hasn't played every game this season, has he? Um, I, Every West Ham fan wants Mark Noble to play at his best the whole time. And I think sometimes we have unrealistic expectations of him. He's played through quite a few injuries in the last couple of seasons. And I think that's affected his game. He's never had a huge amount of pace, but he's compensated for it because he does actually read the game really well. And certainly since Christmas, I think you could say he's been one of our best players. But I mean, in all honesty, (laughs) what was that? In all honesty, would you? Nigel, (laughs) it's got to be.
2: I'm not that unprofessional, I'll have you know.
3: <laughs> well, it, was, it wasn't me. I don't think, or anyone, anything near me. Anyway, um, I, I think it, it was right to go to Onatovich. I think he's been absolutely superb. It's a shame he wasn't superb in the first third of the season. Um, but since Billich left, I mean, however this has happened, whether you put it down to David Moyes, whether you put it down to the fact that uh, Moyes is playing him as a central striker or anything else, he has been outstanding. And it wouldn't at all surprise me if one of the big clubs comes in for him in the summer with a very large bid.
1: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. I, I I wouldn't be surprised. Um, as people said, he's a bastard, but he's our bastard, which I think really sums him up. You know, here's a guy who most of us were saying, what a waste of money and giving a hard time on social media. And yet he turned it around and he, he did an interview at the time and said, I'm going to turn the West Ham fans around. They just love that crossed
3: arms and, Kissing the
1: badge
3: and yeah, and, and he and, and he really he really has done it in the way that he's played. He hasn't had to do all. I mean, he has done the kissing the badge and all the rest of it. But you can take that with a pinch of salt. But he he really has put a hundred percent effort in, mm. and players like him sometimes do not, and that's when we all get frustrated with them. And it, it is, and you look at. Um sort of some players who've come from Central Europe, uh the Balkans, I know he's Austrian, but sort of with his Balkan background, they they, they do I'm gonna be very generalizing here, not at all racist, whatever, but they do they are quite temperamental, those kind of players. And I think he's used his temperament to his advantage in in the certainly in the second half of the season, and, and we've all seen the results of it. I mean, who would have thought that he would end up as our top scorer? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um Nigel, you love Mark Noble. I, love- I know. Because he's a local boy. It's a but c-
2: love. Do you? Yeah. yeah. After what he'd done to that fan against Burnley. Um, oh, yeah. You you disagree with that? Yeah, it's- I thought he was banging out of order. And- Is his time up? Um, do you know what? I think it, if he had someone next to him that was a bit more rock steady, apart from Chiari then perhaps you could get some more time out of him. So I think there's a decision to make about playing Kiari and Noble together. So you could have one or the other. You could keep both and have one on the subs bench, one play, bit of rotation, bit of cup football. But you need a bit more strength in there. Um, yep. So yes, I would keep Noble. I'd keep Chiaro. But what I'd want to do is bring in another one to play with either of them two, not with both of them two.
3: Leon Dendonka is back in the news again, yeah.
1: isn't he? Yeah, well, which is a little bit of a mixed message, which we'll come to later. You know, Stuart Pierce out watching Dendonka, yet, yes, Moise is going to stay. Anyway, more of that later. Let's, let's just talk about some of the players that have been rumoured that might be outbound. Uh, Adrian looking at going to Spain, Apparently, decision has been made whether David Moyes says it has or not. On Joe Hart, they think he's on too much money to, to stay unless he takes a massive drop. Adrian wants out, so it looks like we've got to get a new keeper or two. Um, Cresswell, they will accept offers, I hear. Cresswell, I think they've out. They think they've outgrown him. Ever will obviously be off. Um, Reed will be maybe. Too injury prone and and not to his best anymore. Looking to replace there, uh, Mario. I doubt we'll get a place. Carroll's up for sale. Uh, Hernandez. I don't see a way back unless there's a new manager. Uh, Chiate, Long time since we've seen him his best. Um, who else have we got to add into the pot that 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 could that could be out this summer? Nigel Fernandez. You think Fernandes has not got the, um,
2: no. Nah? no. The problem you got is you've you've named three quarters of the team.
1: Well, that that's the problem. Anyone yes. you'd add in,
2: Ian?
3: Um, I I wouldn't add in Fernandez. Actually, I, I really rate Fernandez, and uh, he's he's very young. I think he's. Um, had a disappointing season mainly because of injuries only just back from injury, so I think if we judge him on the last few games I think that's that's really unfair so I, I would want to keep him um, Snodgrass Moyes seems to want to give another chance if he's still the manager which uh, yeah. I'm sorry but he he just didn't do anything when he was with us before and it's a shame because with every other club he's been to he's actually done really well for them but may, maybe he's found his level at the top Different of the
2: Well, it it may be. And we were watching his villa form. I think a few people were going, Well, Snodgrass is worth a punt. If you'd look at his villa form, uh, you would think, Well, it's a totally different player to what we had. So perhaps he is worth a shot. Because at the end of the day, we ain't got to pay for him, have we? We already own him. True, but I think it's
3: just risky. I think if you're going to play someone in that position, you want someone you, you know is going to be able to for, perform at the top level and he hasn't done that for us. I, I would rather, if we can recoup the 10 or 12 million or whatever we paid for him, uh, use that to buy a, a much better player in my view. So let's talk about maybe some inbound. Uh,
1: obviously... I'll start it off. Well, have, we, have, we, have, we, have we finished talking about the outbounds Oh, well, have yet? we? Got... Sorry, have you, is there any other outbounds? That I didn't well,
3: know I, I certainly would, I would not want to lose Aaron Cresswell. I think he's an absolutely superb player. Um, he may not have had his best couple of seasons in the last... But, I mean, he's actually genuinely played quite well, I think, in recent games. Um, Sam Byron, everyone talks oh, about, Sam oh, well, he Byram, should go Sam his, Byram his injury record. Is, no, Sam Byron is I another mean, one that probably is going to go, from what I hear. That they, that well, why? Whenever he's played, okay, he's made a few mistakes, but I, I remember his first game, I mean, he was absolutely he was man of the match. Superb, ga- superb game. Are, are we really going to chuck all these young players out and replace them with Zabaletas and everers Um, surely that's not where we need to be. We should be trying to cultivate these young players and making them better players. And yet we seem to be quite happy to get rid of them at the moment. I mean, Reese Oxford, Reese Burke, two players who we all thought would be dead certs for the first team have barely been given a chance. And yet we seem to have forgotten about them.
1: I'm just the messenger.
3: <laughs> well, I know. Any, any, um, a, Ian,
1: any more I that you would say about
3: the Well, list Zab- would be one who you think, well, he's getting on a bit. he He's had an okay season. He's n- he's never let us down. I, he's been very I think consistent. He's got so, I think he's got another year in him, Sab- yeah, I think he probably has. James Collins, I think we'd all love to see him stay. And if if, if they can offer him a contract where he's on a, almost a pay-per-play deal, why wouldn't you want to keep James Collins? He's the sort of character you want in the dressing room. He will come on if he's needed uh, to play the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes or so if, if a defender's injured. It, it's, it's surely obvious that you don't want to get rid of him.
1: I, I think if he was on a pay-as-you-play, I think they probably would entertain that. But at the moment, he's on 30 grand a week. Um, I whether I know that no conversation's gone on, I just, no. yeah, I, it, it's a difficult one because, you know, our heart says James Collins, our uh, ginger pele, passionate, you know, we watch him with the away fans, of the Emirates, he travelled while injured with the team up to Leicester, he came on the pitch and everything. But you know he's, he's 30, is he 36
3: on the pitch yeah. Yeah.
1: came on the pitch um to celebrate with the fans yeah. <laughs> oh here we go uh,
3: you two I, uh... I, I thought it was normally Moy's pulling them off that's the, that's is, the you, recent that's joke like, that you've had in the last few episodes it, isn't it, yeah yeah it is um <laughs> just to show I do listen
1: good 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 so Nigel. Uh, any any you would add or, or remove from the the coal well, list this I, To summer? be
2: fair, I think you've just done James Collins a disservice because I don't think we want him signed up because he's sat in with the away fans at Arsenal. And because no. I think we want him signed up because he gives everything when he plays. And he, actually, he is a good defender. The, he's the problem, yeah. oh, the, the Age is no barrier. Sabaleta is roughly the same age. We're saying give him another year. When James Collins steps on that pitch, generally, he's the best defender when he plays. I yeah. agree. He's got no distribution of the ball. so He's, he'll he's, uh, he's
1: 35 in August, yeah. just, so he's,
2: just to be clear. I called him 36. He's 35 right. in August. He throws his body on the line time and time again to block the ball. He is actually a defender's defender. You give the ball at his feet and he's going to stick it off somewhere. He probably don't know where it's going to go. But it don't matter because he's the defender and he's there to stop the goals. And Zabaleta's only thirty-three. Just to give him, you know. Yeah, but for a wing back,
3: that is quite an age, isn't it? If he was a central defender, you'd say, well, thirty-three, fair enough. But uh, and he does sort of zip up and down the the wing a bit. But he's n- he's never going to be a Masuaku, is he? And if no. you want, if you have Andy Carroll or Notovitch in the middle, and you want crosses coming in, um, we know that Masuaku can cross a good ball. We know that Cresswell can cross a good ball. Zabaleta, I've never seen him really cross a good ball. Hmm.
1: Well, I think he's had a terrific season for West Ham. I mean, he got third in the Hammer of the the year, third place after, after Rice. He, I, I thought he's had a decent, solid um, season yeah.
3: for me. Yeah, no, I agree. But if he if we were playing a flat back four, you would say fine. But I think when you're playing wing backs, thirty three, thirty four year old is is that's asking something. Yeah.
1: Uh, anybody to add to
3: our our coalist, list, Nigel? Before we move on. Apart from you, no. <laughs> I think get rid of both Hart and Adrian and bring in somebody decent. I mean, I'd love to see well, them well, sign Jack Buckland. But well, I was going to say, um, let's start with Jack Buckland, that, that They want up to... They want £40 million for him, according to, um, shall we say, a senior source.
2: Nigel? Um, I would target, obviously, goalkeepers and defence. You can see that, as I say, you look at it... We haven't had a problem scoring goals compared to the rest of the league. Uh, um, the top six have scored more. And one of the, not Burnley, we scored more goals than Burnley who was seventh. I think it's Everton. I think we've scored more. And that's it. We've scored more goals than any other team. But we're shipping them in like nothing. So that's a, a big problem. So it is in defence. The problem for me, where I'm worried about, it, is that some of the players, is will Lanzini stay? Because it's all right saying, oh, we're going to sell the players that we want to sell. What happens when the bigger teams come and try and buy the players we don't want to sell? Because the circus act that is West Ham United, that these players probably want out. You've got the World Cup coming up. Lanzini's going to be going there for Argentina. Let's wait and see what happens here. Because mm. he's, he's the magic man for me that we should be building the team man. We've gone out of it up front. Right. So um, we did
1: a poll, as that, I've just been talking uh, about.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't have your Moyes in and Moyes out. That is the most shameful thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my
1: life. Oh, day. dear.
2: Ian, what, what are the scores
1: on the doors for uh, the famous poll at the moment?
3: Well, they haven't changed much, actually, over the course of the day. Um, Rafa Benitez, 41%. David Moyes, 12%. Uh, Unite Emery, 16 Marco Silva, 9 Thomas Tuchel 13 none of the above eight Um, and it really has been like that most of the day hasn't it
1: yeah I think it's about three and a half thousand now isn't it that that have taken the poll Um, I mean it seems Rafa uh, uh, are you surprised about the Rafa that most people would want Rafa
3: well, not on the basis of what he's done this season, not, not at all. Um, bear in mind that he was nearly West Ham's manager when I think it was Sam Allardyce took over, wasn't it? Uh, he was. Was it Billich? Yeah. No, I think it was. Well, whichever. He was within minutes of signing the contract, and then he got a phone call from Real Madrid. And I, the only yeah. reason I think why he might slightly be tempted to come to us if the if it came to that was because I think he genuinely feels that he. But Well, he didn't behave badly because he was completely honest with Sullivan. And Sullivan said, well, of course, if Real Madrid come in, you've got to go to them. Who wouldn't? So I think there is a existing relationship there. Having said that, um, I've read various autobiographies of Liverpool players when he was the manager there. And um, I left reading those, but I think one of them was Robbie. Was it Robbie Fowler? Or was it, I don't know. I can't remember who it was now. Uh, and I did think, I don't think I would ever want him to come to West Ham Um, But he's done a good job at Newcastle on very limited resources. So um, I I wouldn't be crying if he came to West Ham, but he wouldn't be my first choice.
1: Nigel, because I know you love these polls and and, and you did tell the um, readers of West Ham Till I Die that you would be taking me and Ian to task tonight. So we're... we do we think I said that, that
2: did I? What did you I said I'll be making that? my feelings known. Luckily, oh, I'll right. be making my feelings known to Ian and Sean tonight, I think I said. Okay, well... We, <laughs> well we, bear we, bear, bear we, in mind, it's, it's nothing to do with me, Gov.
3: All right. It's, it's <laughs> on your site, Gov. Yeah, I, I know, uh, but so we have a free... A freewheeling policy. I don't interfere with uh, who puts up articles. Yeah, all well, right. you can me play me. So. Come on, I can take oh, it.
2: I will. Come on, <laughs> Nigel. Like. Just give start, us your best To shot. start with, Newcastle are three points above us. So, David Moyes is useless, but Rafa's done a really good job. Three points. And the season's not over yet. They've got two hard games coming up.
1: All right, but here, here's a so, question. Here's a question. Nice. You said on the previous podcast... David Moyes is not for you, but you can't see anyone else. On paper, would you agree Rafa Benitez is a more experienced and more decorated manager than the Nig-
2: um, David Moyes, Nigel Moyes? Well, yeah. But yes think, or no? You know, yes I've or no? Here. Yes, I took the Stoke. I, I've always, I'd not always, maintained because after the Stoke game, I did lose it with Moyes. But then I came back to my senses and stuck to the original plan that let's see how we get on at the end of the season. What is shameful about this, because it is shameful, is that why didn't you do this Saturday night? Why didn't you do it Sunday? I texted you Saturday, go on, now do your poll. After one of well, the best performances. Well, it just came,
1: it just, it just came yeah, to me all of a
2: sudden this morning. You, all of a sudden this morning, let's have a yeah. poll with these managers. It's It's disgraceful. Honestly, and the thing is, I've been a bit knocked recently with the old super social media accounts and the, 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 the way the club manage it and information gets out there. And I'm getting a bit sick and tired of it, to be honest and it's a bit hard for me to dig out other people on social media without digging out you as well, because you're part That's of fine. It, Because you are part of the circus act that this club David Moyes
1: says there's a culture of leaking. Yeah, it's which disgraceful. Managers and- it is absolutely disgraceful. Well, you're entitled to your opinion, young Nigel. Um, but, you know, uh, it's, it's what goes on in football. And if you think that it only happens at West Ham, you're very naive because social media... You know, if you look around, there's lots of ITKs in every Premier League club and blogs and everything. It's all part and parcel of a modern day. And we sometimes live in this West Ham bubble where we think we've got the worst West Ham, you know, the worst supporters, we're the most complaining, we leak the most stories and everything, but we're we're caught in our own little bubble and we don't see what goes on elsewhere. And I'll challenge you, stories elite and it goes on elsewhere. We're just not so
2: aware of it. Don't make it right. Two wrongs don't make a right.
3: It it may not make it right, but if you are in Sean's position and you are told things, um, you're not going to sort of say, oh, no, don't tell me these things because obviously I I won't want to write about them. Um, You're going to do that. So you can't shoot the... Uh, person who receives the information you can shoot the messenger if you like and and, and it is true that west that the upper echelons of West Ham do talk to people more than I think other clubs do um I, I don't get involved in that because I, I I've just never I, I think I've barely met two or three West Ham players in my time I have met Karen Brady once and then she forgot who I was two minutes later and I've met Sullivan twice gold twice. So I don't get involved in that. Um, if I email Sullivan about something, he always responds very quickly. And he does. Uh, and I try and pass on views that I've, that I've read on the site sometimes to say, well, look, this is what my lot are thinking, just to feed into the conversation. And sometimes he does um, respond in a very honest way. And I don't use the information that I get sometimes. It's quite interesting what he does say sometimes. But you have to respect sometimes that, um, that they, they I think, sometimes flounder around and they don't know what to do. And when they're floundering around, they do, uh, I think, try and gauge what fans think. And one of the ways they do that is by either looking at the sites, and they do look at the sites, or they talk to the people who run the sites. Yeah.
0: If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: These are professional business people that make the decisions off their own back. Why then do they feel the need to keep going out to the fans? Why? This is because we're their customers and, and believe it or not, they care yeah, what we think. And sometimes. they're fools. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they are but Surely absolutely. you want them to take notice no, of the I fans I want them to no, run or... the football club properly. That's what I want. All right? Not to keep coming out. How can you do what what does this say to future um managers that are employed? Because what they've done is, yeah, we've undermined Billich. Now I never wanted Billich out, and I think Billich would have done just the same job as what Moyes has done. I think we'll be in this position under Billich. I never wanted Billich out, but the fans got their way. Yeah. Then we had Operation Moyes. That actually, let's let's be real, a few people, one not so far away from us, was involved in in selling us how good <laughs> Moyes was over Billich. Yeah. the, the pref- professionalism, the, the we, we need discipline. And then he disciplines Andy Carroll, and everybody's up in arms. Oh, it's disrespectful. No, I, I think it goes the much deeper than that. They're Look, undermining I, I, I did, David I Moyes and they're undermining the manager and, and they will do it. They've done it to everyone. So at Rafa Benitez, he's hardly going to walk out of a frying well, pan into the fire, is he? Because that's what he's doing. That if you think be, Newcastle's that that bad, coming
3: here. That may be true. But um, when Moyes came, I, I emailed Sullivan to say, please don't, a point Moyes. He's he's just not a West Ham kind of manager, in in my view. Um however, Moyes won won me round within a very short space of time because I think he did change a lot of things for the better. He did introduce some discipline. He got the players fitter. And I thought, well, maybe I was wrong. But I think over the past month, six weeks, I think we've seen the real David Moyes where he's fallen out with too many players. We know that for a fact. We know that he... I mean, the, the lineup he put out against Arsenal when um, it was exactly the same team that he put out against Stoke, which didn't do very well. And you're thinking, well, why would you stick with that team and that formation and that style of playing against Arsenal when we actually ought to have... Because have, actually been have a against Arsenal,
2: Arsenal right? sorry, they, against they, they, Arsenal, that was the right team. It was against Stoke. It was the wrong team.
3: Well, I don't think it was against Arsenal, but anyway, it doesn't really matter. The, the fact is... He's he's lost too many players, and he's got a track record of this in other clubs as well, and he's not playing, uh, in my view, the way that maybe we thought he might be able to play. Now, um, I'm not saying that it would be a disaster if he stayed, but I do think there is a decision to be made, and if I was making that decision, um, I probably
2: would say thank you and goodbye. You know, it's... It's all about perception, right? Someone tweeted me yesterday, they'd done the league table, what it looked like from when David Moyes was appointed. So what do you think it would be, Ian? What do you think West Ham's position is if the league table was just under games played throughout the whole teams with David Moyes? Where would West Ham be? Would we be bottom three? Probably, Probably about... 12th, 13th? It would be 12th.
1: Which is amazing, well, since his win ratio was only about 26. This is what I'm
2: saying. It's all about perception. People have perceived him now. Now, the thing is, a few of the big social media people have gone on board, right, let's get Moyes out. I want him out. And people listen to it, and they take notice, because that's why we sit here and do was, it, for West Ham fans to listen that. to us. Who has done that? Oh, please, don't make me name him, because I'll fall out with him again, and I've only just Yeah, that's... I've another car park.
3: I, I disagree <laughs> with you, by the <laughs> way. Way. i genuinely um, don't know who you're talking about
1: that's probably wise um it's, it's uh, another very well-known podcast present uh of another podcast but so let's let's leave it there because it's not okay. worth naming it because yeah there was an altercation in a car park but oh dear. um
3: oh dear i didn't know yeah. david Gull presented a podcast yeah
1: i know um <laughs> I, I don't think you can blame it on one. I thought there was a tide turning. You know, some of, these, some, some of these social media accounts, right, uh, we don't even know their names, are, are youngsters, and they've got no affiliation with the board. They've got no affiliation with this. It, I think it was quite spontaneous in the same way the Burnley protest was spontaneous. And just, I'll take on what you said on the chin, right? I'm part of the problem if I'm not part of the solution. But let me ask you this, right? You're on a WhatsApp group a very privileged WhatsApp group where I feed you information. 75... Why, why aren't I on this WhatsApp group? <laughs> well, you could be added in. <laughs> 75% of what I tell you never gets Blade, in the public. The
3: homophobic discrimination
1: here. Yeah. 75%. Do you want to be off that? You, you disagree with everything of what gets leaked out. Are you saying you no longer want to receive that information, Nigel?
2: Or no, are you part I, of the problem no, as well? But I'm trusted not to reveal it. It don't come out. You know 50% of it. i go, oh, my fucking God, what is going on with this club? Yeah. You know that.
1: So, th- so I do have a filter for 75% of it. It's only the 25% that comes out. We all want to know. We all want to know. We're
2: I, all hungry for news. I I'm going to shoot this dog in a minute and don't shut up. you no, just ruined what, it last what? week. Now, don't ruin it now.
1: No, look, cool. we don't we don't want any... We, we're just to say oh, that more than just a podcast... me know that bloody dog. Never shot a dog or he wanted
2: a dog. <laughs> Stop. Get in a shut up.
3: What's it? 0800 34... CRSPCA. So, CRSPCA, yeah. Cruelty. <sighs> Nigel. So
2: Sorry.
1: I, 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 I think... You want information just as much as everyone else. No,
2: I don't give a month. Sean, you put it on there. I don't go, you know, I, do I text you what's the daily roundup today? <laughs> you, know what? you go, you never guess what. Um, and, and what's the general perception on that WhatsApp group then, since you want to mention it, when you tell us stuff? What is the general, perception, the from three general quarters, perception from three quarters of the people on that WhatsApp so the group?
1: The general perception is complete disbelief of yes. what, what what they uh, are getting told. Yes. And and um,
3: yeah, I'm not going to go <laughs> further than that. And the thing is, though, we're talking as if West Ham are very different to anywhere else. Um, I work in the political world, and the political world is exactly the same. Everyone yeah. wants to know information. Everyone wants to know gossip. Yeah. It's the same in business. It's the same in sport. It's the same all across society.
2: So no, we're, we're not any different we, to anyone else. That's rubbish. I don't think not everybody wants it. This is the thing. You, you're quoting a poll here with 3,500, and, and you expect the owners to take notice of it. It's <clears throat> 52,000 people. Apparently, that have got season tickets. So, why haven't they just emailed us and said, Take a part in this poll? They can email us crap every day about the rubbish they wanted to buy. Do it properly then, instead of going out to Twitter. For no, note, come like 50% on. 50% of the people that have taken this poll don't even
3: go to the games. Oh, I'm sorry, you you know full well that while the manager is still in position, they could never, ever do that.
2: Oh, but they've done it here.
3: Look at the trouble that P.R. Guy Everton got into trouble for they've what he did it about Sam Allardyce. Made me laugh, but...
1: So, but you've renewed your season Listen, ticket, yeah? No
2: I've renewed it, and as I put on Amber's chat forum, every drug addict needs their fix, no matter how much they dislike. Ian, are you renewing this season?
3: Yeah, I am going to renew. I did, I had vaguely thought about i mean I, sometimes it's like when allardyce was manager i vaguely thought about not doing it then but i, I always knew i would in the end because well, what, right. yeah, what are you gonna do yeah exactly and i will be renewing i
1: my my little semi-protest is i only renew on the on the last day of may rather i, I think i'll yeah, give them the money at, uh,
2: l- were I lucky. lucky i wasn't afforded that luxury ah Why? ah but I'll
1: tell you a little story on that, Nigel. Yeah, go on. Probably shouldn't tell you yeah, it. They extended it. So, uh, someone came to me and complained that they had to buy two years up front, yeah. right? And said, oh, it wasn't fair and they couldn't afford it, etc." cetera. <laughs> yeah. So, I talked to someone at the club and they said, and they agreed that they only had to pay one year at, at the, the lower price. Yeah, oh, dear. And and hates
2: is
3: the problem. But Nigel, I can make you an offer because I'm only going to renew one of my season tickets in the 1966 seat. So if you want the other one, if you want the other one.
1: Nigel, there's an offer you can't refuse.
3: He's gone very silent, hasn't he? The thought of sitting next to me at every game. game I'm so glad
2: I didn't take West Ham, West Ham had sold out because if I'd have bought a 1966 seat, I'm crying. I've just spent a thousand pound on two adults for two years. Yeah. Like all the money they will get. That's it. That's all the money they get out of me. I don't even buy the programmes from them anymore. I don't buy nothing else. They would have earned more money out of me at the bowling than they will there.
1: Yeah. Anyway, let's move on from Nigel's uh um anti-bald rants. Anti-social and, and media uh, mogul. Anti-social rant. media. Um, it's time for this. <laughs> It's Facebook Twitter question time, and if I slay it slow enough, it will be just a amount of time for Nigel to open the Facebook group before I say finish saying this sentence. Nigel.
2: Um, well, what one do we use? Because apparently two of us put posts on the Facebook group. How oh, did you put them? 30 seconds of each other. No. Yes, because you was too busy doing something else, so I thought I'd do it, and then you'd done it. No. Right right hand, left hand. Unfortunately, we've got four comments on my one and ten comments on yours. Well, it's obviously I'm the more popular. So I'd put recording tonight. (laughs) to get your comments in by (laughs) 845. That's funny. Moise in or moise out still dominates. Bald in or bald out is on the back burner. Playing in player out on the horizon. Thanks for listening. Four comments. Lewis Aaron Tratz, would you still take Moise if he was told to play more attacking like Ippo Ed was when we brought in a striking coach? His coaches are well respected and his fitness regime is working. I'd much rather have Silva, but I have a feeling that Everton are paying him until Hippo Red gets sacked and we'll employ him. <laughs> well, now hold up. Fun, funny you should say this. Go on. I'm, I just want to talk about. Oh God, you finish the I'll sentence. I'll just let let Lou, you know, because Lou's a regular. Thanks for yeah. the pods during the season, lads. Look forward to more next season when hopefully all change. Not for you, though, hopefully. So sure, now, I think, no, I've not been put that. So pe-
1: people really, actually, I think the board really like the backroom team and think it's a really good backroom team. So even if Moyes left, they would hope to keep that backroom team together. I'm not sure that that's going to happen. But I wrote a blog last night exactly saying Moyes has got no excuses not to go for it against Everton and Man United now. It's worth up to £10 million in merit prize money if we got up to 10th place. If we got one both and got six points and got to 44 points, we could get 10th place. So what has Moyes got to lose to prove us all wrong and set up an attacking game because we're safe
2: now and just go for it? Right. It's a thought. Yeah. Let's hope so. But of course, if he does that and gets smashed off the park, they'll all be pointing the finger out and going, "See, we told you, you just sack him."
3: Yeah, no way. just what I think. Just what I think of it. Nothing to do with anything that we're talking about. Why wasn't Joe Hart on the bench last week? Is there something we should read into that? Tom Dick.
2: There was he? Mm. Okay, oh, that's that's what the sources said. Sean, wasn't it. Ah. Uh. <laughs> 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 He doesn't sound very sure, Nigel. Moving on. Nick Harvey. is out, but God knows who would take the job and be able to take the club forward under current ownership. Players. More important, we get right managing recruitment policy in place, but I'm not hopeful all the time. Sullivan's pulling the strings. Stephen Humphrey. The American Hammers pod. could show this week, but still crap thing, Thank Lord Jesus for us staying up. I don't know where we got mm. him from or when we signed him. Is he Spanish or Mexican? Should we keep him? Uh, I think he's got a transfer to Tottenham. Uh, still. Lee Pevers says, Stoke down. Should we move for Shakiri and Butland? Not, not talked about Shakiri, have
1: we? Yeah, no. Shakiri would be a good... Apparently, he's got a, a £13 million release clause, which would be a bargain. But I, I see a lot of people after him at the
3: Those same time. Those don't lie. No, they don't. And he's also he's a, he can be brilliant on his day, but he's he's the opposite of consistent, isn't he? He's got some brilliant yeah. goals, and I think he's a player that we'd probably all like to see. But again, can you have Lanzini and Shakiri in the same team? I don't think so.
2: And on average, no. well, Noutovich yeah, was could. obviously his, his partner, wasn't he? He but played if you with sell Lanzini. If Lanzini wants to go, so the problem we've not really I don't looked at it. is the, the transfer windows agents ain't going to want to move players that are going to the World Cup just in case they have a really good World Cup and can get them a bigger club. Um, there's a lot of people going to be holding off. To top it all, we voted or the clubs voted to close the transfer window at the beginning of August. The World Cup ends in the middle of July. Whew, that's going to be a frenetic couple of weeks after the World Cup. But anyway, Sean, I'm mm-hmm. podding tonight about nine. He says, looking at the time, 21.35. uh, To discuss the great escape and the Leicester win. We discussed the Moy's situation, updates from the latest poll. John and George are busy tonight, so we endow John's Nigel and Sean. Send in your questions, rant statements of facts, or favourite West Ham joke. Paul Harris. When can we expect an announcement on David Moy's future with West Ham? (laughs) So when does your poll finish, Sean? (laughs) <laughs> and do you think he will be given serious backing to build the squad if he's kept on? We all know that we're desperately in need of at least six or seven quality signings, which he is right there, various positions.
1: I I, I will say there's some question marks over his choice of Hugill, who I don't think they think are going to make, make the grade and he'll probably be offloaded this summer again. Uh, Evra, um, money was available... In January, and I don't want to sound like an anti-Moyes person, but but the but the rumours of him being a bit of a transfer diver are true. He wants to see every single player. He wants to be now. That's all well and good, but but he's been accused of treating it like its own money. And while that's good, if you want to. <laughs> um, reserve money, I'm not sure it's quite what West Ham fans have in mind. And, and I just think we we could... If if he stays this summer, I think we could go for a very frustrating summer where he divers and goes, oh, I'm not so sure. I need to have another look. And he i, I stay with but what he knows. Is West, Ham
2: fans, West Ham fans need to realise we're just another crap also-ran team floating about this two-tier league that any team outside the top six can get relegated. TV money has levelled the playing field to the point that absolutely shite teams can spend £30 million on a player. So we're all now chasing the same players. That's why there's only three points behind us and six or seven places above us. But I'll tell you what, one
3: equal. One thing that we must not fall into the trap of doing in this transfer window is raiding all these relegated clubs for their cast-offs. I I, I couldn't believe a story the other day. I don't know where I saw it. But the no Butland fine I mean he's a class player I read but that. the one the one that I really got me going was Johnny Evans and Craig Dawson these are the two yeah. central defenders who have essentially helped West Bromwich Albion get relegated and they have I've just been looking at the BBC website they have actually got relegated now because Southampton beat Swansea um, so yeah, Swansea did. are almost certainly now down as well because they would have to who are they playing in the final game I can't remember but um, Huddersfield, they've got two very difficult games, so their goal difference might be shot up. But Swansea will have to win, one, win their final game, which, uh, well,
2: who cares, frankly.
1: Well, great escape by Southampton. Anyway, move us on, um, Nigel.
2: Paul Sanders, on the Moise in, Moise out, given where we are when he took over and the fact that we could conceivably finish 10th or thereabouts, should we at least give him a transfer window and a full season to judge him before we sack him? I do think that. Do I you don't see that yeah, that's exactly what I think. Yeah. That's that's why. I'm not a Moyes lover. Yeah. As I said, I was a billich man and and, and Moyes, I was ambivalent, but the but I felt that the, the, the he was sacked because a, a, a fan's campaign got him to sack. Well, those fans need to shut up and basically back Moyes instead of trying to undermine him again.
1: Mm. Weren't you encouraging myself and Ian? to run polls to get rid of Sam Allardyce
2: Sam man. Allardyce is a totally different kettle of fish oh, I, I've always said from Sam and I with the writings of Overland and Sea because it was when I was writing for Overland and Sea that I'd have sacked Sam Allardyce the day after he joined the club it was a cultural thing
1: were you part of the operation to get Allardyce. rid of Yeah,
2: no I was <laughs> yes I was Yeah, and I I don't hide that. and I've got no shame in that because it was a cultural situation. This man was alien to the football club and you're winding me up now and I ain't going to buy it. (laughs) Move on. Yeah, so, Paul Harris back again. Can anyone understand why the club cannot offer James Collins a new deal? He has at least done enough for the club over his two spells to earn enough respect for an offer, which I, I do agree with. Douglas Woodhurst. I see that a lot of fans want Rafa... What are the odds on getting him? I'd prefer Eddie Howe, and to build a squad. Who would you want if Moyes gets the inevitable bad post-season review by the Daves and we part by mutual agreement? See, I've always liked Eddie Howe and Chris Houghton. No, Chris no, 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 not dour, Chris Houghton.
3: But I talk to any Norwich fan, and um, they will tell you all about Chris Hughton.
2: Yeah, talk to any Brighton fan. Talk well, to Newcastle. Uh,
3: no, I wouldn't want. I mean, Eddie Howe, I think, is a fantastic manager, and um, he's certainly the one I would want to replace him. I can't believe you didn't put him in that poll, Sean.
1: Not fancied by the board, I hear. How would you know? <laughs> just, just, just.
3: That's I mean, funny. On what basis,
1: <laughs> just whispers, I
3: hear. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I mean, on, on what basis would they not fancy him? <laughs> I,
2: he's,
1: a very, he's, to say. he's a very good he's guy. Yeah. A
2: messenger, He's just a messenger. Yeah, I I just as my animated friend was I, he
1: saying. was do you know do you know what he was fancied by by the board uh a season or two ago. They've talked to people and sending people out and agents and everything and I,
3: So you so they take advice from agents on who they should appoint as a manager. Are you serious? Yes. I am. Dear idea
1: you don't think agent why, why, would,
3: why would they give a damn what an agent, an agent about all the
1: agents run managers as well now if you want a manager you have to talk to his agent and the agents will tell you who's available for how much what compensation it's it's an agent yeah there.
3: sure you t- you, t- you talk to the manager's agent but you don't talk to other people about what the agents think about and you judge the manager on what they've done surely no comment. And talk to players who've played with the man for the manager. That's what I, I, would
1: think, have thought I what think would they happen. Talk to chairman, they talk to agents, they talk to players, they talk.
2: After uh, oh, chairman r- won't talk to them now. They upset them.
1: <laughs> I don't believe everything you read in the Sun. Oh no, oh, that rake <laughs> that yeah. teared me up. <laughs> don't know you'll be getting an email <laughs> from. Oh,
2: Anyway. Um, Ed Hawthorne, favourite joke. Now that we are safe, when will Sean make his triumphant return as the London Stadium insider? <laughs> Who said <laughs> that? Ed Hawthorne. Paul Turner, would Nigel like to join me at Selmo's Church Street before the Man United game? Selmo's is one for the locals. Uh, I think I'll give you a buzz tomorrow, Paul. Unless you're listening to that tomorrow, then I'll give you a buzz today. Unless you're listening to it Thursday, then I'd have run you yesterday. If you're listening after the game, I'm sure we'd have met up in Selmos. Matt Floyd, right. is there... Because it's a local thing, Sean. So it's All right, OK. Uh, it's not in Surrey. Yeah, no. go on, move on. It's not Esher High Street or Smilensky's. Uh Matt Floyd, is there any news on the goalkeeper situation? No. No, right. David White, who would you like to see us sign and who would you like to see us offload now we're safe? Hopefully, with the, the, with, that. with the re-edited show, you'll get to hear that. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Uh, Ricky Burns, good boxer. Uh, which players from the relegated clubs would you like to sign? <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah, oh, let
3: you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, we could probably pick Andre Ayer up for a song now. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, but Jack Butler would still be my, for, yeah, for the absolutely. right price.
3: absolutely. Totally agree, but forty million—that's what Stoke want for him
2: apparently. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Liam Cyril, knock, knock. Who's there? Abu. Abu. That's it. Abu. I don't get it. What? I don't know. Right. That's <laughs> Rubbish joke. I'm voting you, Guy, because, I uh, listen. No, no, all right, no, let, me, let, let me do Ian's one. Ian's an expat go living on. upstairs. Go on, Ian's going to do on, a joke. On, I'll Ian. do one.
3: Knock, knock, knock. Go on, then.
2: Knock, knock. Who's there? Amber. Amber who? That's politics. Oh, dear. <sighs>
1: If I had a tumbleweed sound, uh, we'd be playing it every time <laughs> you speak. Go on, what well, move us on? We've gone past the hour mark. We think so. Oh my god! I start. forgot to
3: record the Eurovision Song Contest semi-final. Oh, oh.
1: is Terry Wogan still
3: doing it? Hardly <laughs> gay at all.
1: Is Terry Wogan still doing it? No, he's dead. Oh, oh. so Peter
3: Snow's alive, but Terry Wogan's dead. Um, yeah, that's about the sum of it. That's what okay. we we'll take away from this podcast.
2: When, it, when they said Morrissey <laughs> couldn't do it, because Morrissey said he'd do it, but he has to be able to sing and write the song. And they went, no, and it's like, that's it. I lost faith. If they can't let Morrissey do it, what chance have we got?
1: I anyway, know. I feel we lose. It's not It's not, it's not a political or
2: a... I've got to just political. check Twitter. It's called Filling. song. Right. Yeah, go on. That's <laughs> pros, you know. We,
1: and then I, I, want, I want to have predictions ready for uh, both Man United
2: and Everton. Go on quickly, because I have not have dinner yet. Yeah? On Twitter. Yeah. I put, well, we, we tweeted, both of us. So the replies we've had is, uh, William Wildman said, we're football dominated by results. We win a game, give him the job. We lose more is out. And hold on. I've got to load the tweet up. Huh? It's bleeding. Uh, Over his reign, would you give him the job? Personally, he's not been good enough and I wouldn't. Thanks. So hopefully you've heard that. And the other reply was from my... Animated friend, Canning Town Len, looking forward to this. Cheers, Len. Don't forget to vote in the Lennies, people. So check out Canning Town Len's Twitter feed. All the categories are there, and you can vote for the the, the event. I'll give you a quick rundown. I know we didn't plan this, so the categories are... Best show or podcast <coughs> for the many with Ian Dale and Jackie Smith. Yeah, uh, the American <laughs> podcast. With, uh, yeah. Tony and Wally. Um, uh, the best show or podcast, best channel. I like Dave or you can go. It's got to be hammering talking Talk. It? <laughs> best Twitter account, Ian Dale. Oh. <laughs> uh, best personality, Ian Dale. You're beginning to sound like a few other people on Twitter. Well, if I don't vote for myself, who would? Yeah. You sound <laughs> like an ex-personality. Uh, <laughs> disappointment of the season. Oh, oh, that's a difficult Sick one. A fan of the season. Sean, one for you there?
1: No, oh, I was going for puppet, actually. Oh, yeah. I, don't, mm. I don't want
2: to be into the category. AstragooGoo <laughs> for the biggest rant. Bald puppet of the season. That's mine. And then there's another couple, which is the Paul Award, given to anyone blubbing for dramatic effect. And the Kanye West Award, given to, um, what's it given to? Given to outstanding performance of taking one seriously on social media. Okay. <sighs> there's a few, few people I've for got that. A few.
1: Anyway, get, get your votes in for the Lennies. Uh, I don't know which one we can put Nigel up for. Um, Listen. I told there should be. I should have asked him for a told you so award, right? <laughs> the person who says, I told you so. London Stadium, it's gonna end in tears. I told you so, I told you so. There should have been a told you so award. I don't say Lemons, that though, do Just for Nigel Cannes. I told you so. I told you it would all end what in is tears. You should have done was the, the, moving away is from the following ground. Where where were you lot five years ago when I had my little complaint, <laughs> who's you? Yeah, where were you lot? Where were you's lot? Hey, you weren't there now, now you're all here. <laughs> Anyway, there's two predictions. <laughs> Let's start with What the fuck.
3: Prediction for I'm going to go 2-0 man 2 nil to us against Manchester yes. United and 2-0 to us against Everton. Wow.
2: Um, Nigel. Um, 8-0 against Man United <laughs> and um, 16-0 against Everton.
1: Uh, what am I going to go
2: for? 1-0. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm going to go 1-0 uh, Man United and 1-0 Everton. Um, and and that's, I think, we're going to win and get six points and get ten points. Last place. thing about the
2: Everton game, people, just remember your position manager in the dugout. We should join in with the Everton fans in telling, saying what we think of him. Because how good will it be to we'll have 57,000 people doing that? mm mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well Everton fans asked to join in. Anyway, we've well overrun. Uh, Ian wants his dinner. Uh so we, we need to go. So uh it's goodbye from me, Sean. It's goodbye from Ian Dale. Goodbye. It's goodbye from Nigel. Latest. Come on, you irons. Come on, you
2: irons. More than just a